sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. worldwide community of sanguine welcome again wow it's uh it's been a long day started the day out we i installed this new water heater and uh it has been nothing but a cold shower in shocking fashion you're in there just enjoying the super hot water and all of a sudden the thing turns to ice it's like somebody turned on another water source and it shoots this error code and it turns to ice and i have been dealing with that and i've been dealing with it this morning and it is so bad around here that people are afraid to get in the shower and as you might imagine with the family we have seven at home we have six kids but we still have a number of them at home what it's like when people are afraid to get in the shower it is not a good thing And so I've been dealing with that and yeah, it just, well, you know, stress is way on you and it's like, I have to keep coming back to Jesus and I'm so glad I'm a man of faith, but yes, and I've been talking about this a lot lately because I think there's been some intensity in my life and when intensity ramps up, it seems like your faith gets a lot more exercise than it did before. And so the intensity has been ratcheting it up and so my faith has been getting a lot more exercise and so... Oh, yeah, I'm trying to build up stamina and endurance, but I get tired. And then, you know, it's funny when you get tired, you take over. And that seems like the very last thing that you should do. It seems like when you're tired and exhausted that you would give it over to God. But it's like when you're tired, it's like, oh, I'm tired of having faith. I'm just going to take over this. And I don't know about you, but that usually does not bode well for me. And it hasn't. And so this has been a season of trials, but it has been a good season. It is a season of me building faith and endurance and learning lots of new things and learning how to work through trials. And on my Yep podcast, I had talked about some opportunities have really heavy doors. I feel like I have been leveraging a huge heavy door. And every time I crack it open, it's just like there is another obstacle in the way, but it is teaching me perseverance. And yes, this whole faith thing, I am so glad to have it and to exercise it. And, uh, I, I want to, as I get tired to press in and see the Holy spirit and see the father come in and just make up the difference. And then I want to make it to the next step because, you know, this is all about percentages and grabbing percentages. It says we improve and we give more over and we become more Christ-like that we're doing it in percentages and becoming more and more. And so pretty soon it's that I don't hand it over It's just, God, I'm letting God be in charge. And so instead of hanging on and hanging on and then handing it over, I'm just letting God be in charge. And so (laughs) as we get started, I'm just going to take a deep breath here. And if you're watching on YouTube, sorry, my head's a little shiny today. I don't have a hat on and uh, just my apologies, but (sighs) yeah. And uh, you Friday night group, I so appreciate you and those of you that, uh, interact with me on email. Remember, my email is 406bigt at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you no matter where you're at. If you're a person of faith, if you're on the fence or you're an atheist and you don't believe in God at all, give me a shout out. I'm so glad you're listening and I'm not offended. I love that you listen and you're examining the things that I'm saying. And I, I so appreciate it. And you have my utmost respect. I totally respect people that are seeking the truth and looking after the truth for themselves. So today I'm going to do an interesting take. I want to talk to you 
from Jesus' perspective, and because I've been a little bit of a whiner lately, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. This is not typical for me, but not whining necessarily to people, but whining in my spirit about different things. And the Holy Spirit has been so faithful to help give me some perspective and help me, again, um, what would you say, reacquaint with the intense love of God and in a different fashion than I've done it before. And so it it has some real new and significant meaning for me um, because God is uh, speaking to me in my language, which he does. And so if you're a doubter out there, hey, let's just take a break here and let's just ask, hey, God, okay, this is you. I'm speaking for you. You can agree with me. Hey, I don't know who the heck you are. And some of the stuff Tom talks about has not been my experience in the faith or the church or what I know. And so will you speak to me? And as I open my Bible, will you translate and make sense of it for me? Yeah, he'll do that. Okay. It's that simple. You talk to God like that. And maybe you're a little more eloquent than me and you can talk to God that way. Just, uh, you know, don't be too elegant. Be yourself. That's who God is. And and some people develop these really bad prayer habits. And sometimes I'm going to make a funny podcast about, oh, maybe I won't because it might hurt some feelings. Ah, who gives it? <laughs> I like making people tougher. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but getting a little thicker skin never hurt anybody. <laughs> so the perspective I got about the intensity of God's love, God was speaking to me and he was uh Use an example, because I have six kids, so I'm pretty acquainted with being a parent. And I know as a parent, the rules and the different things that Adrian and I have set up in the house to protect and to guide and to just help our kids grow to be the most, what would you say, super incredible people that they are. And it has been by God's leadership and Adrian and I's diligence that we have set up rules and guidelines. So what you can watch, when you can watch it, how much exposure do you get certain people? What type of like education are you going to get? You know, what kind of shows, what kind of uh, reading material are we going to expose you? All that was to shape these kids to be into the most incredible kids. And so from their perspective, they see rules, 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 and I have to do this and I have to do that. And why do I have to learn a work ethic? And how come I have to learn how to get up early? And, and why do I have to do this presentation? And all the things that as parents go through and God's speaking to me about that. And as I've grown older and I've become a parent, I've realized the importance of all those things. And he's like, you know, I set all that up for you. And at this point, I, I realized that because I've looked at the Ten Commandments and the different regulations and the things that God set up, you can track all those things back for our health and safety and the things around sin, because we know that sin leads to death. And even if you're not a believer or a person of faith and a believer, all that means is that you've like accepted the work that Jesus did because he died, because we came short of the perfect standard of God. And remember, we do the quick run through of this. Any standard that's less than perfect is subjective and God is fair. So he gives a perfect standard. And so Jesus came and sacrificed his life. So we, he would cover that perfect standard because he is perfect and he was without sin. And so he made that sacrifice for us. So, yeah. So there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom gets on a roll and Tom gets looking at Adrian's purse and he kind of uh, gets a little distracted. So we're going to take a moment of silence here as Tom tries to remember where he's at. So here, Tom finally remembered where he's at and uh, got back. And yeah, it's only been like 25 minutes, but you guys would not know that because I know it really 
hasn't been that long, but that does happen to me. And honestly, I didn't have a good night's sleep and I'm not even sure I should be doing podcasts today, but I really felt like getting in here and I really felt like doing it. So, uh, yeah, if it's, if it's crappy, I'll, I'll just uh, pass that along. <laughs> what I mean is I'll ignore the podcast, right? Unless it has a humor sense to it because you're just like, wow, if that guy can do it, I think I can do it. <laughs> and you probably can. The point is I'm doing it. And that's probably all that you need in your life is that you need to do that. So we're talking about the rules and regulations and setting that up for the kids. And then God's also saying, Hey, you know, I've set up rules and regulations for you, for your benefit. And they are to benefit us. And I was like, God, yeah, I know. And, uh, it is an evidence of your love that you care about us because parents that don't care about their kids, just let them run wild and let them just bring destruction into their own life. And so parents that set up guidelines and consequences really do love their children. And God's like, well, what if your children just pretty much disregarded your roles and they kind of picked and choose what they wanted and they just did whatever they want and and they were out of control and you had set natural consequences in place, but it just didn't matter. They just continued to do it and they brought their siblings into subjection and they used them to make money and they put burdens on them and in a sense enslaved them and just sometimes were ruthless and just punished them because they had jealousy of their abilities. And I was just like, God, that is awful. And I, I, I don't know what I would do when, would they just rebel like that? And they're just awful. And yep, you can see where I'm going. God brought it back around. He's like, yeah, that's what I went through. And unlike me, and I don't know about you, I can only speak for me and myself. I'm not sure I would have done what Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit did. I'm sure in the garden, and you know, they they live outside of time and space. So this conversation happened, and then it happened again, and it's happening now, and it's happening in the future. It is a, a place where we don't understand, but there's this conversation. It's just like, look at our precious. Look what has happened. Sin has run rampant in them and it's running like a disease and we have lost our beloved. Yes, we are the beloved. We are not necessarily this like thing that God uses as slaves. We are his beloved. He calls us his bride. Those are words from scriptures that are of intense love. And so he sees his bride and they're just folly and they're subjecting each other to burdens and slavery and using each other and his heart's just broken. And so the father and Jesus and the Holy spirit, and this is how I imagine it goes down. We get the gist of it in John three sixteen. So this is just Tom's like little paraphrase of John three sixteen. but Jesus is like, father, I want to go for them. You know, this plan will work. And the Holy Spirit's like, I'm a hundred percent behind that. After Jesus is done, I want to go and I want to lead and guide them. And the father's like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do it. This is a huge sacrifice, but that is my beloved friends, wherever you're at, if you are a person of faith, or if you're on the fence, or if you're outside and maybe you're not even interested, there is nobody that has that kind of love for you after those kind of actions. And you may say, I don't know, I would argue with you intensely that there is no such thing as sin, but every person 
can feel and has a conscience and is pricked in their conscience. They may have different ideas, but it is that sense. And we know and we feel as we do things, things in us die and they're not right. And what I mean by they're not right, they don't bring life. Things that are not sin bring life and they bring joy. And when we do things that are sin, they feel good, but they take a little piece of us. And they take a little light from us. And pretty soon as we continue to do that, and we don't realize it because it happens a little bit at a time, we're filled with darkness. It doesn't matter how dark you feel or maybe how dark you are. And maybe you are fully aware of the things you've done. It is not too much. The story I tell today is a story about a God, a father, a son, and a Holy Spirit that loved you so intently that there was no option. The plan was set in place right away, and it was orchestrated through time. It was predicted. It was prophesied. It was foretold, and it was fulfilled. There is evidence all over the place for you to find. So I welcome you to a new perspective. John 3.16 has been beat to death, and it's a wonderful scripture, but it's been out of context of the intense love of God and reflected in the scripture. And so let's just take it a step further. Okay, so Jesus came, and we look who he came from. Four, rebellious, ornery, just, yeah, kids at their worst, people at their worst. And he came, and he said, I came for you. And now some people embraced him, but he still came for those that spat and jeered and mocked. He came for them too. And he's holding out for them too. He hasn't given up for them. And that's why we talk about you're supposed to pray for those who persecute you, those who curse you, because he came for them too. That is intense love. Those of you that right now even are rejecting as you hear my words, he still came for you and he's still holding out hope for you. And there are those of us that are praying out there for you. Maybe I don't know your name, but I'm praying for you and I'm welcoming you in to this intense love. You don't have to know anything more than Jesus' intense love for you. So my friends, a point of decision for all of us. Jesus loves you intensely. And so no matter where you're at in your faith walk, if you've been walking a long time, just ask right now for the Holy Spirit that he would just pour a new, fresh understanding into you about God, Jesus, the Father, the big Holy Spirit's intense love for you. If you're a person on the fence, I just pray you just be knocked right over to the kingdom side with the Holy Spirit's love and Jesus, the one that went the distance for you right now. And if you're totally on the other side, far away from the fence, God accepts you where you're at. Just uh, give him a chance, okay? You're not agreeing to nothing other than giving him a chance. So my friends, try a different perspective. Yeah, Jesus came for us that I don't think any of us would have came for. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. And uh, we just need to take a close look and have that understanding. God has intense interest in you and you have intense value to God. So my friends, may the Holy Spirit 
just put his signature on your life and your experiences this week that it is undeniable that he signed big HS to the things that happened to you this week and that he saw and he provided things that you can't explain. And so my friends have a fan Dan Tastic day as Tom hit the wrong button on his uh, little recording thing. So, Hey, we're having fun here and uh, it's not perfect. And we know that. So, We'll chat with you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.